How does this work? R Ryan, is, is this thing on? Oh, oh we're, we're recorded? Ryan! Welcome to Quarantining with the Chris's, the podcast. The Chris's are proud to present today's sponsor, Leafy Organics. Leafy Organics prana made with organic turmeric and ginger. Decreases inflammation, improves brain function, benefits heart health, and improves joint condition. Yes, uh, go to leafyorganics.com or on the gram at leafyorganics. That's L-E-E-F-Y. Get 15% off your first purchase uh, with our code. Chris, what's the code? Discount code QWTC. Also, a very special thank you to all the Chris's team members who have donated at patreon.com slash QWT. Chris's, Ryan, start the show. Uh, I know every time we go live, you think I have a little bout of PMS, but that's offensive to me, really. Um, you're tasked to start at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And frankly, you never get it right. So we try to wait for Chris every single time. I'm waiting in here. I had, I, I had so much time on my hands, I re-tie-dyed this shirt, Ryan. So whenever you want to go live with Chris, just let me know. And we'll start the music just like we always do. And uh, wonderful, but until that point of time, uh, you're grounded, frankly. Uh, maybe the first time in quarantine to Christmas history that you are grounded, Ryan. Um, oh, 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 hi, folks. Uh, nice to see you there. Oh, Lavender Podcast. Wow, a lot of lavender things uh, used up already. Uh, we're waiting for Chris to join. Oh, wow, that's a wonderful hat. Uh, are we? Well, thank are we you. Live? I think, are we? Right, right. Music, music, music. No, nothing, nothing. We make our own music. We make our own music. This We're making our own music own today. <laughs> making our own music cause it won't play. And we'll all float on already. Already we'll all float on alright. Don't worry, even if things end up a bit too heavy, we'll all float on. Wow. And we're live! Uh, welcome to Quarantining with the Chris's. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your host, Chris. And we apologize. Uh, usually we have the best DJ in the world, uh, Ryan, uh, play some tunes. Unfortunately, that's not working out today. Uh, but we're here, and it's episode number 178. Uh, episode six of season three. It's taken us six whole weeks to get here, Chris. Wow. Are we really on six weeks already? Yep. Six weeks. Uh, huh. a fun fact for all the viewers out there. Uh, it took us six days to get the six episodes at the beginning of the quarantine. Uh, <laughs> but now here we are. You're wearing that hat. I'm wearing a shirt with our faces on it. Uh, things have changed. Uh, things have changed. We're in different locations, different places, um, but still, we are supporting great causes. Um, our community cause for the day uh, is Okaizu, Chris. Oh, wow. Uh, mission of Okaizu is to help all members of families affected by childhood cancer uh, to heal through peer support, respite, mentoring, and recreational programs. Uh, Okaizu began with the belief that a residential camp can be an ideal setting for children struggling with cancer to explore and enjoy a normal life experience uh, while interacting with others who truly understand their illness. Go to okaizu.org on the World Wide Web, or if you're on the Instagram, uh, go to at okaizu, O-K-I-Z-U. Uh, we had a little malfunction there in the beginning, so I'd like to thank 
uh, if you're detailing, if you're my mother in the other room, if you're my father who needs to wear a hat because he went bald when he was 18, shot to Oklahoma, the Philippines, anywhere lavender, and uh, someone who does artwork that has a bout of PMS uh, permanently, it looks like, has joined us as a viewer. Thank you all for joining Quarantine with Chris's. Uh, you can find us all across the World Wide Web, uh, QWT. Chris's. QWT. Chris's. Or at QWT. Chris's. Oh, wow. Uh, on, on, especially on YouTube, uh, we have 30-something subscribers. That's about 3 million less than we need uh, to order to make money doing this show. Uh, so if you like us, go to the link in our bio, uh, wherever the bio is, somewhere over there. Uh, and please click it and go to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe, uh, even if you never go on YouTube. Until then, Chris, we got to pay the bills. We got to pay uh, the bills? Got to pay the bills. Okay. Went to the, the local store here. Trader Joe's, we're sponsored by Trader Joe's Coconut Water. Ooh. Trader Joe's Body Butter. Nourishing. Body Butter? Yeah. Uh, is that edible? Um, I don't know. You want to taste? Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, well, it tastes like, uh, like chicken, Chris. Um, interesting, because it smells like coconut. Wow. It's, is that the first ever coconut chicken? I think there's been some coconut chicken out there, Chris. But you think wrong butter chicken from last week. We learned that. I wonder what we're going to learn this week. Uh, uh, we could probably learn maybe nothing or everything at the same time. Uh, as Ryan tries to fix the audio, uh, we've actually never had this issue before on the show, Chris. Um, was this the one that you were looking forward to the most? Uh, this show, or, or are we talking about the experience of things not going correct? Uh, both. Mm, yeah. Uh, I'll say, yeah, I was, I've been looking forward to this all week, Chris. Um, I've I'm, I'm been in a cleanse this week, actually. That's why I have this coconut water. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm in a juice cleanse, yes. Really? Oh, Amber makes a killer coconut chicken. Ooh, mm -hmm. really? Well, I mean, we, we, you know what, Ryan, that's something you need to, first off, round of applause, folks. Uh, round of applause. Thank you, Amber. Uh, Ryan, clearly, uh, he's also our uh, secret shopper. And by secret, we make him get us food about every three hours uh, now that he's vaccinated. Uh, but we're going to have to try that killer coconut chicken. We sure will, Chris. Um, and the question, do you put the coconut inside the chicken? Is it like something you stuff the chicken with? Or do you just go on top? Ooh, that's, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, anyone in the comments there, uh, how do you coconut your chicken? Uh, probably the most <laughs> important question we've asked on this program in 178 days. 178 days or 178 episodes, Chris? We've been going for about a year and a half now? I don't remember. Uh, I think it's uh, a little less than the Living Artist podcast. A little less. I know. I, if, only, if only, you know, we could be in the top 10 of, of potential of best podcast out there for artists, Chris. I, 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 we're in our own personal top 10, and the, uh, the other artists in there are also Chris's, which is yeah. a strange top 10 to be a part of, but uh, <laughs> I accept it. Uh, Amber has confirmed that it takes coconut milk. Interesting. Really? So if you milk the chicken, it produces coconut milk. Interesting. Wow. 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 Didn't know that. Um, Ryan, Ryan, can we get our, our guest on? Uh, also, could you please stop clipping your toenails? It's very loud in here uh, with you clipping your toenails. Uh, frankly, it's a, a little offensive uh, with all that toenail clipping going on, Ryan. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. 
Uh, we're having zero issues today. Don't worry. Uh, Ryan, we got we got someone. Uh, we You know how to do this? We're just learning the ropes here on the new Instagram. We have no idea. We might as well do a fundraiser to pay you to take a train ticket home. That'd be wonderful. Uh, thanks for dealing with us today, folks, as Instagram clearly loves us. Uh, as we try to get our guest on uh, the program, uh, we might have to do our own little intro music as well. Please stand okay. by. I know all of you will thoroughly enjoy that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do it. Uh, What's the origin story of that hat, by the way, as we're waiting for our, our guest to join? Um, this hat is actually... it's. Well, we'll wait till the guests come on, but I've actually been inspired by his artwork. Really? Um, I created this hat just for him. Just for Although, him? And, and how did you go about creating that hat? Well, I realized that... Um, Your hair looks incredible I right just, now. Right, look at the... <laughs> this, is, this is your look right now. If there was ever a look that you needed, this was the actual look that yeah, we wanted. Like Look at the hat. Spot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, is that foretelling uh, who our guest is? I will see. We'll see. It's, <laughs> it's make a coconut milk. Uh, that's where my grandma's straw plant pot went. See, we found it. We know now. We know where Amber's uh, grandma's straw plant pot went. Uh, I'm sure it this held the plants really well too. Uh, it does. It holds succulents really well. This actually might be my grandmother's. I don't know. I'm staying at her place right now. Interesting. Uh, well, apparently that's where it went, and we just found it. Grandma, uh, Grandma's got straw hats. Uh, as we're waiting for our guests to join, uh, we'd like to thank everyone watching on YouTube and Twitch, uh, and on Facebook as well, and uh, to our favorite Twitcher. Is that what it's called? Twitcher? Uh, Jack Quay. Uh, a lip smacker uh, who is prolific recently uh, on the Twitcher, our, our favorite Twitcher, the Twitch, I tick, I don't know. Uh, she's been playing a little bit of everything, Chris. Uh, maybe she has a question for you uh, about how to be a better gamer. Oh, okay. This is the, so the best way to be a better gamer, I've, I've learned from my experiences of my childhood playing only X game sports um, is the best way to do is play in the evening time when your brother's sleeping so you can get better than him. And that's the way to, to be good. That's just make works for me personally. I don't know if it works better for other people, but that's just what works for me. What happens if your brother never sleeps like mine? Oof. Well, <laughs> then, then you just give up at that point. You, you're just, you're, you know what, you, you can't beat someone who can't sleep. So do you think people who don't sleep are unbeatable in every facet of life? I think so. Um, yeah, and they'll sleep when they're, when they're dead, just like all the great artists make their, their money when they're dead, apparently. That, that's true. Unless, uh, oh, fun fact here, uh, we forgot this in the intro, because uh, Brian isn't doing his job correctly. Uh, Brian, pick that up too. Uh, we are uh, starting our own NFT for the Chris's. Uh, we'll be... Uh, Bit, for everyone that doesn't know what an NFT is, it stands for non-fungible token. Uh, so the first ever post and show of quarantine, the Christmas we've made into NFT. We have no idea how to do this, 
but everyone's paying oodles of money for fake internet things to say they're first. So we might as well do it. Do you, do you have a coin already? Uh, it's, well, it's like a, a string of uh, like data. It's like a, in the blockchain, basically. Uh, I don't, I don't I, know how to set it up. I'm sure it'll be on like, like Sotheby's or that's probably mispronounced. Um, probably one of the fine auctioneer sites uh, uh -huh. because I'm sure it'll go for a lot of money. Oh, is this your first freeze of the day? Uh, sponsored by Trader Joe's Coconut Chicken. We have our first freeze of the day. We can still hear his audio, but there is a pirate eye going around his face. Are we back? Oh, no. Ryan? No? Oh, oh. Right on cue. You jinxed yourself. You jinxed yourself. Uh, I'm just going to go until he starts laughing. Today, and you did jinx yourself because you said you were going to have Wi-Fi issues and there's four in a row. Uh, if anyone wants to buy I told a you, hand... I told you. I'm not <laughs> if anyone wants to buy a Quarantine with the Chris's t-shirt, uh, hand tie-dyed by our friend Davey, uh, who also is here in the tag, uh, limited edition. Uh, they're located in Los Angeles, where neither of us are located right now, so you'll get it eventually. Uh, but if you want a t-shirt, use the checkout code RYAN uh, and get 10% off today. Uh, if you go to QWTChrisis.com, QWTChrisis.com, also located in the bio, uh, if you don't know how to spell that by now, uh, I don't know what you should do. B-I-O, uh, bio. That's how you spell it. B-I-O, bio. B-I-O, bio, yeah. That, that's how you spell it? Uh, no, you, that's I-T. That's how you spell it. Ah, okay. Uh, as we're waiting for a guest, apparently Ryan just put in the teleprompter that he's tried both ways. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but we'll have to ask him. Uh, during the live session. You um, drop the O and get, that's how you get it. Oh, really? I, yeah. Huh. Uh, as we're waiting for our guest, let me see if he is back in here. Uh, he is here. Uh, and we're going to try this. Uno mas. Uh, hopefully he comes on. Uh, paging the guest, Ryan. Paging the guest. It's I'm Still waiting. Uh, technical issues are our middle name here in season three. Uh, we went a long time without having many technical issues. Uh, and now we have all of them uh, as I sit in a beautiful field of, uh, I believe, lavender. You still, you haven't left, have you? No, I just switched locations. Uh, he said it was letting him join. Uh, I know, we, we're not sure. Uh, we have an exclusive club here, Amber, and if you're not on the guest list, uh, you can't get in. Oh, really? Is that ex yeah. how exclusive we are now? Yeah. Uh, well, as we try to get our guests to come on, uh, we might have to kick ourselves off and have him come back on. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Just do that? Go yeah, for sure. It. Let's restart it. Okay. Uh, if you're still watching and you still like us, 
uh, all eight of you and also on other platforms, uh, we're going to kick ourselves off of Instagram uh, and jump right back on. And hopefully our guest will be able to uh, enter the building uh, or maybe right, he's frolicking bye. around this field right now. We'll be right back. Such a critical cause, Sam Steinway, uh, with the comment of the day. I'm going to add you to the broadcast, Sam, uh, so everyone can see. Thank you on uh, YouTube for still watching us. Uh, we have three of them, actually. Uh, and thank you on Instagram for joining us. We are trying to get our guest on. Uh, you know what? We don't even need uh, Chris with the hat on anymore, uh, but we're going to try to get him back on. Thank you, everyone, for with these technical issues and coming back to join us. Uh, we're going to take away this, uh, I can't leave that on forever on the YouTube, and come back on the old Instagram. Oh, hey, Chris, how are you doing today? Oh, hey, I thought you had, I thought you had uh, the guest on. Uh, I did. It was me. I just kept talking. Uh, oh, we have, a, we have a request. We have a request, Ryan. We got a request. Finally. We got a request. <laughs> I blame Instagram and Instagram only. Uh, hopefully, we can get our guests on. We are waiting. Uh, right now, thank you for coming back on uh, as we had some technical issues here. Uh, and hopefully, no mas. Uh, it's like you're in the sound of music. The hills are alive, Mr. Quinn, uh, with the sound of music as uh, we're hopefully getting our guest on. Um, but I have no idea if it's going to work or not. Um, and if not, we just keep blabbering um, until we decide not to anymore. Blabber. Hmm. I like that terminology. Um, it's a technical term. It's technical. Uh, okay, I've been reading a book recently that's really good. I, I mean, it's a very popular book. It's very well written. Really? Yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce it right. But oh, well, oh, it must be must, it's so so good you can't even pronounce it. Is that well, the tagline? Uh, Jane Eyre, Jane Eyre, Jane Jane E Y R E. Really good book. Charlotte Bron is phenomenal a writer. It hmm. it got me captivated. It, it's like. Uh, Kind of has a feeling of, um, have you seen The Queen's Gambit? Uh, I have watched Queen's Gambit. I almost watched it all in one night, actually. It's uh, really it's excellent. Uh, also, fun fact, uh, the actress whose name I cannot remember, who plays the lead actress in Queen's Gambit, uh, has made my dad also say that redheads are in play. Uh, so if you're a blonde woman with no grandkids, do not wear glasses and have hair just over your shoulders. Uh, also, now accounts for redheads as well. All right. Wow. Yeah, she's she's quite attractive. Um, she definitely plays that that role real well. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little more about uh, your Queen's Gambit e uh, experience. Well, I'm just. I think I feel like the, I feel like the Queen's Gambit might have been inspired by it. The book. That's all I'm saying. Anya's oh. hair. Is that her name? The, the Queen's Gambit was actually a novel. Yeah, and I'm wondering if I'm wondering if that novel takes any inspiration possibly because the because Jane Eyre is a she's she's uh, well an orphan kid. She was growing up in, in like a in a, an orphan home, I guess back mm -hmm. back in the day. Um, big fan of Gulliver's Travels. Have you have you read that? Uh, I think I saw like the animated version of it when I was a child in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never watched it, but something that reminds my, my favorite movie growing up that was kind of has Gulliver travels type esque um, big fish. Good. Solid. Oh, wonderful movie. 
Great soundtrack. Uh, great soundtrack. Almost as good as The Sound of Music, but not quite. That pro probably almost has as many downloads as The Sound of Music. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining Quarantine to the Christmas. Uh, as we're having some technical issues trying to get our guest on, uh, possibly Ryan didn't pay the uh, Xfinity bill, uh, which is a distinct possibility these days. Oh, you still go with Xfinity? Uh, yeah, it's the only option here. Uh, I think there's one other option, um, but it's better. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of Wi-Fi do you have there in Arizona? Is it just a hamster in this and like a ball in the swimming pool that keeps it warm? Uh, yeah, actually, a funny story is yeah, basically, is a hamster and the hamster stops about nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take a warm shower mm -hmm. late at night, you're not going to get any warm water. Your really? story, yeah. Hmm. Uh, no warm water past nine o'clock for some odd reason when you're in the desert where there's it's it should be. I mean, you could just stick a, a pipe outside with water and it should be warm enough through it by, by being so hot all day. So why don't you start a company providing warm water past nine o'clock to all, uh, is it the, the, oh, it's the sunshine state of Arizona. Yeah, uh, we get a bit of sunshine here. Yeah, it's been um, 80s and 90s. I know we talked about, um, I, I, we had this discussion earlier on about hiking in 90 degree weather or hiking in 40 degree weather. And I think I'm actually going to take back what I said because 90 degree weather here is actually kind of beautiful. You get a nice little sunset going, you get a little sweat and you catch a nice little sunset and then the, the walk back is just phenomenal. So I think I'm going to go back and, and switch my answer to 90 degree weather um, as long as it's, it's hot and not like a, or it's warm heat. There's not like any humidity. That's, that's, those are my stipulations. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe you should also sell some coconut chicken to help uh, make sure those stipulations come true. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. Uh, maybe Amber, I can get the recipe from you. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Uh, we had a suggestion from the audience to uh, try to kick one of us off uh, to see if the guest would come on. Uh, we might have to All try right. to do that. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks again, people uh, of the internet world, uh, for joining Quarantine the Christmas here live. Uh, live, anything can happen. Uh, we're trying to get our guests on, uh, and we've been blabbering for quite some time. Uh, but we all appreciate you very much, and thank you for sticking with us. Uh, as this has gone as smooth as possible. Uh, and also, shout out to the... Oh, there he is, folks! We did it! <laughs> we kicked off one beautiful <laughs> pod and got another one in. The world is not big enough for both Chris's. Wow, wow, that's uh this is a quarantine of the Christmas first. Uh on with uh Preston Smith uh, at PMS Artwork. Uh we're wow. gonna see if we can get uh CJ to join in. Uh but I have no idea if we'll allow him in and we might just have to kick him off the show completely and <laughs> you could be the new guest host. Hey, there you go. We can start a little side project. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Wow, uh, I'm really sorry. It would not let me join. I it said it said requested the whole time. Couldn't get on there. I was you know listening what? to you sing and float on and I was getting into it. And then I guess we just had to float off. It's, it's show business, baby. We had a hot song ready for you to come on to. Bless you, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was going to be Morning Glory. Well... I love it. So yeah, it's just been all technical difficulties today, huh?
Yeah, uh, usually Chris and I would dance to that and do something stupid, uh, but unfortunately <laughs> that's not happening as we wait for him to help. He says he's unable to join. Maybe Instagram oh, put yeah. us in the proverbial doghouse. Um, I wore my I wore my my bow tie for you guys too. Oh, you know what, Ryan? Uh, my bow tie is in the backpack on top. Could you get the bow tie? That was supposed to happen, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, just the bow tie though. Uh, ooh, wait. Oh, wow. 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 You know what? Good thing the camera isn't in uh, full HD or else the uh, audience would get a show there, Preston. <laughs> no uh, pants, just the, uh, just the bow tie. Oh, wow. Um, well, we uh, were busy having Ryan uh, read us word for word about your podcast. I mean, obviously, you're a multifaceted artist. Uh, check out at PMS Artwork on the Instagram uh, for all the wonderful artwork that the Chris's can't afford. Uh, but Ryan had been uh, dictating uh, your podcast recently, which just celebrated one year. Uh, That's right. Congratulations for one year. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and is uh, number number one in our hearts, but number eight of the new art podcast in 2021. Could you talk about that experience uh, with your voice being the art now? Yeah, not number one with your moms, but you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that tagline. Uh, yeah, it's it's been something that I've really wanted to do for a long time. I kind of came down here to be like an actor and a painter. Uh, I studied both in college and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do both. And then I came down here and I realized at the time, at least I, I couldn't handle it both. So I focused on my art, which is what my mentor always told me. He's like, you know, you're gonna be an artist. I was like, all right. So I don't know, uh, that's what I ended up doing and then I, as I progressed, I was like, you know what? I want to share and start like a community within the art world where I can at least share some of my tips, tricks that I've learned over the 20 years of, of doing art full time and um, kind of foster a little bit of a community. And so I was like, hey, I can do a little, I can get a little bit of my performance out there too. I always do a little wackiness. That's why I, I respond to you guys' podcast is oh. I, I have a lot of wackiness with mine too. And uh, throw a lot of my uh, old performance, like some voices and, you know, bad impersonations in there. No, I, I enjoyed it. it it's, uh, it's almost like you have your own intern. Uh, <laughs> yes. at, least, at least your intern does something with voices. Our intern just has uh, waiting for ICJ scroll across the bottom of the screen. Right. Instagram <laughs> won't let us have free people. Um, Is that a new thing? What's going on? Uh, actually, it's a new thing as of beginning of last month. We're, we're in, what, April in the fourth version of the pandemic, like COVID 4.0, I think. COVID uh, 4.0. Yeah, but Instagram Pandy just allowed us. Yeah, uh, Instagram just allowed us uh, last month to do it. And now they're not allowing us anymore for some reason. Ah, trying to, trying to keep the Chris's down. I know, it's tough. Uh, but Hello. you are out there in sunny California. That's right. Uh, oh, and unable, it, unable to join. Uh, we're still trying, folks. Usually, <laughs> there's uh, there's two of us here, uh, but today we're doing it solo. At least, the, hey, hates us. At least um, I'm not crazy, right? Mm, I don't know. Well, we're all, I might be crazy still, but I think we're all a little crazy, right? We're all a little crazy, definitely these days. By the way, sunny California, it's it's completely dark and dreary today. Oh, oh. you're on the, you're on the East Coast right now, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, beautiful Flanders, New Jersey, uh, nice. which I think is called the Sunshine State around the internet. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, I'll be in uh, cow country uh, coming up soon. If you see uh, Betsy back there, our cow in Wisconsin, 
Yes. Uh, we've got to go catch her uh, before the next episode. <laughs> She's wandering off. Yeah. Uh, we're on uh, with Preston Smith at PMS Artwork on the Instagram. If there is any questions, there's a question mark box or a comment box below. Ask away. We had a question fly in here. Uh, I don't even know if it's going to appear. I just pressed it. Oh, oh. Uh, from a cat mom in Wisconsin. Uh, tell us more about the experience of presidential portraits. So cool. Uh, she must have been stalking your Instagram today. <laughs> yeah, so that was something that, thank you for the question, first of all. Um, that was something that I did in 2009 for the Obama inauguration. And it was something, it was like a last minute thing. A friend of a friend had an artist fall out and they were doing some paintings for celebrities who were attending the inaugural Purple Ball in Washington, D.C. And they're like, we've got three weeks. We need 12 paintings of the president. We need them to be basically identical, um, not prints, but like you have, to re you have to paint each one and they have to be almost identical. And I work with oils, which have a drying time. They're like, can you do it? And I said, uh, yeah. And it, I was freaked out, but I was working as a waiter at the time. So I basically just would like wake up, paint, go to work, come back, paint, not sleep, yeah. just, you know, rinse and repeat. And um, I had like fans all over the apartment, drying everything. And I, I pulled it off like just under the wire. And then I got to go to DC and I got to give these paintings to like Ed Harris, Ashley Judd, Josh Lucas, Amy Brenneman, Il Devo. Uh, I don't know if they're still around, but uh, yeah, it was great. It was, it was an amazing experience. That's awesome. Uh, have you followed up with any of them to see if their artwork, your artwork is still on their walls and or it snuck into their homes just to double check? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. Uh, I've got Ed Harris right here, actually. No, um, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be amazing. No, um, I have reached out to some of them. It's hard to get a hold of them, but um, I have. I just have the pictures and the conversations uh, to prove it. It was one of those things where, at the time, I was a little green as a mm -hmm. as a person who would, like promote myself. I didn't know how to write like, a press release. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. So I was just like the lone artist in the studio making my work and um i didn't really capitalize on it aside from the experience itself and really capitalize on it until later and now everybody's like oh man you should have really done it. Like, i know i should have done more with that yeah but uh Every, but, everyone's, hey. everyone probably thinks it's so easy you're like do you know i had like a job and then was doing this job all night and it was, was pretty sure really... i wasn't going to finish it on time but somehow it all worked out ryan i think we got to pay the bills Can we had a quick commercial break here um so yeah i just really didn't know how to go, go about it but Luckily, I did some other things with my career and, and uh, you know, worked with a bunch of galleries and started doing my online stuff. And, and now it's just a fun story to tell. I'm hoping That's to hook up with like some of these people down the road. Like Josh Lucas and I, we talked a lot. He's kind of involved in the art world and he was talking about doing some sort of art fair in New Orleans. And I'm hoping to get you know, back uh, with him at some point, maybe you know, revisit that. That'd be awesome. Uh, would it would also be awesome if you were able to have that uh, wherewithal in the future of promoting yourself with the press releases and whatnot uh, yes. on your MySpace page, which if you loaded it right now, what would your MySpace page song play? Oh my God. I think it might play Love Will Tear Us Apart. Oh. Yeah, by Joy Division. Wow, that's wonderful. Remember that one? Yeah. 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 Maybe uh, little Daniel Johnson too. It, it's funny because I think like most MySpace of my friends at the time was like, 
He was a skater boy. Sexy boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going through a dark phase, so I was uh, I was going with the uh, the new wave. Uh, speaking of a, a dark phase, uh, Ryan had put in the notes here on the teleprompter um, about your transitioning as an artist, uh, both with the uh, median type of art that you're doing, uh, and had mentioned something dark to light. I thought he was talking about alcoholic beverages, um, but could you enlighten us uh, about what that exactly that means? Yeah, it's it's all the above. I mean, it's it's literally you know, uh, the darkness of the paintings into the lightness of my colors. Now I work with really bright, vibrant colors now, but at the time I was going through a very kind of tortured, you know, dark artist phase for, for many years, uh, probably over a decade. I was, I was drinking too much. I was like, you know, I was just, I was living the, uh, what I thought was the dream, but it was kind of a nightmare, you know? And, uh, I started to kind of get back in touch with, my sense of humor and my my light side and um, I met my wife and that helps obviously and and then um, my art just started to kind of turn into this bright colorful thing it just changed I mean I was doing that a little bit with like the backgrounds of my pop surrealist pieces at the time but but it was like I think there was like always an abstract artist it was trying to kind of break out but this was um yeah it just gave me the permission to kind of make that transition that's awesome and then when, when about did that transition uh start it was a, it was probably around it started about 2011 2012 i was kind of fighting i was being pulled in two directions like if you look at my work at the time you can see some of my really dark uh self portraits and figurative stuff and then i i'm throwing in some light stuff so i was kind of like i was fighting with myself i was like ah should i be this should i be this and then probably around 2014 i just made the i made the cut I, I still will go back and, and paint a figurative piece from time to time. Like I did a, a Heisenberg painting a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, Walter. Uh, Walter White. Jesse. Yeah, so um, that was cool. And that, that piece sold to actually a friend of mine uh, from college, like right away. So, you know, it's funny because once you start making the transition, some of your older pieces, which you couldn't sell at the time, <laughs> they become kind of a hot item, you know? Yeah. So. Maybe that's the thing. Every 10 years, you change styles. Yeah, I like that. We, we change styles about every 10 minutes because we have no direction of the show yet, but we're looking for it. <laughs> I like it. No, I like it. It's haphazard. There you go. Uh, we're on live where I was by myself, but I'm used to saying we. Uh, Quarantine the Chris is with Preston Smith uh, at PMS Artwork on the Instagram. Uh, Preston, uh, I'm not sure exactly who this is in the comments, uh, but you just got a kissy face with a heart. I think that means that the lizard queen might like you. Yeah, I hope so. She's my wife. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay. We could have just made up a name and then got a lot of, she, she would have, you could have heard her come back here screaming. <laughs> who is this? Right. Uh, who, who, who just blew you a kissy face on Instagram live? <laughs> like, oh, this is our first hey. quarantine to Chris's divorce live on Instagram. Right, exactly. Hey, she's, she's from Argentina, so watch out. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, I don't Ryan, even know what that means. But, Ryan, but, you know. <laughs> I, I know what you know that means. I know you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just silencio, Ryan. We're going to keep that zip. She's up. driving home on the freeway now. I hope she's, like, being safe. <laughs> she just stopped. Uh, okay, good. Well, thank you, uh, Mrs. Queen Lizard, uh, <laughs> for joining us and everyone else on Instagram. We have questions flying in. If anyone has any questions uh, for Preston, there is a question mark box below. Uh, this one looks like from my co-host, 
Uh, Christopher Jansen, uh, how do you clean up after the oil? <laughs> <laughs> That's personal, man. Come on. Oh. No, uh, no. How do I? That's tough. When you're an oil painter, I do dabble with acrylics now and a bunch of other mediums, but oils, especially, you just—it's just something you got to use to. They get everywhere. They're in your clothes. They're on the walls. You find them on the carpet. Um, so basically, you do uh, what? Dawn dish soap. <laughs> you, it, you clean, can, it cleans uh as my mother says it cleans on, uh, oil off of ducks so oh, it should clean oil off of humans it should yeah I, i've used dish soap but i also um turpentine you know nowadays they don't use the old school turpentine it's mineral spirits it's a little safer but uh yeah turpentine um you know what works well lysol wipes really lysol wipes yep huh. interesting uh, well, if Lysol isn't your sponsor yet, I mean, what are they waiting for? <laughs> They're going to be. <laughs> Living Earth uh, Podcast brought to you by Lysol Wipes. Brought to you by Lysol Wipes. Why does this sound so serious? We have no idea, but wipe it up. <laughs> wipe it up. <laughs> uh, we have questions flying in. Uh, this one also, uh, for some reason now on Instagram, not only is my co-host not here, unfortunately, uh, but I also can't read the questions ahead of time, so oh let's God. just roll with it. Uh, just roll with it. Hey, I can uh, ask you some questions. Here we go. Uh, I, CJ, uh, my co-host Chris, who uh, can't come on because Instagram hates us today, said, what's the next phase for the next 10 years? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the podcast is kind of still starting out, so I'm hoping to take that to the next level. Um, you know, uh, I've been getting on some lists, but I'm hoping to get some, you know, bigger and, you know, not better, but bigger and, uh, you know, more well-known artists and maybe even some celebrities on the podcast at some point, uh, get some more sponsors with my art, uh, just continue to sell. I'm actually kind of going to be moving into a bigger studio space soon. So I'm going to start working on some really large pieces. I've done a few very large pieces, but I'm going to start cranking those out like every week, every other week, um, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollar pieces. Um, just to have like I, I range from like I've got little micro paintings, like these little pieces that are framed, and I want to do that for, from that to uh, very large, like eight foot by eight foot pieces. Um, I do oh, assembled wow. stuff too. I like recycled pieces off. I get like wood off of the street of Los Angeles. I go through alleyways and just grab whatever I can find, turn it into art. Um, so I'll continue doing that, but yeah, just expanding the size, getting the podcast out there. I do want to kind of uh, expand the YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I was working on that this year too with, with, uh, the Pandy as we talked about. Yeah. And as you know, it's, uh, it's tough to grow the YouTube channel. So I'm going to be doing a lot of different content when I get into the studio. I'm excited to film some different stuff, film some of these really large pieces being created and, uh, get that out there. That's awesome. Uh, so, I mean, you must have at least a thousand pieces of art out there. Uh, are you deciding to do all this, uh, hopefully in the next decade, just to put more of it on your walls behind you? <laughs> Always. No, yeah, the, no, the, the, uh, the goal is to get less of my artwork on the wall eventually. So oh. that was one thing that I did this, this year in the last couple of years. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just focus on selling this work. And um, luckily, I have been. I've been selling um, a, a little over 
little over half. So like out of every couple pieces I create, at least one of those cells. So I, I just passed like, I think I'm at like 55% of my inventory I've sold and I've created oh, wow. like a thousand pieces. So yeah, I just, I just crossed 500 pieces, original pieces sold. So I'm hoping to keep that going. So wow. less artwork on the walls. Less artwork on the walls, folks. <laughs> Congratulations on 500. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Ryan, this, this celebrates with the bow tie. Thank you. Uh, we forgot to put this on for the intro. <laughs> there you uh, go. But uh, as Chris uh, chimes in here, unfortunately, Instagram's not letting him on. Uh, but he just said, what novellas are you working on? I don't know if he means uh, spicy novellas or uh, spicy. some other type of books. But you're, I mean, you're an artist. Uh, a podcaster, uh, a man of the people, I think it says here in the teleprompter, um, <laughs> but also an author? A man of the people, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've done it all. You know, I was in a punk ska band for some years. I was a lead singer of that. I've, I've written a couple of novels and a collection of poetry. And um, I did, a, it was a compilation of poetry and original paintings. So novellas, I don't know. Um, I'm sure I got a couple more in me. I think I want to do... I've got like a self-help book. By the way, I'm wearing the Pee Wee Herman tie. You know what? This is bullshit because this is also a fucking, <laughs> this is a, a hair clip. Uh, oh, nice. No, that's great. I mean, this is a, this is a clip on, so don't feel bad. No. See? There you go. Oh, um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've got like a self-help book kind of rolling around in my mind. Not for artists, like um, kind of continuing on with the whole living artist theme just some stuff that you can do to kind of apply to your life to make art and uh, selling art and just being kind of like more of a centered artist, uh, make that a little easier for, for artists. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to start working on that, but it, it'll happen. There we go. We'll be looking for that. Uh, Preston Smith at PMS artwork on the Instagram. Uh, it looks like all questions are from the same person because Instagram <laughs> is just spazzing out of control right now. Yeah. I think uh, we lost at least half of our people on in the first snafu too. You know what? Uh, it's live TV, baby. It's showbiz. Uh, yeah, baby. Happened. Uh, this question also from my co-host, Chris. Uh, how do you keep from joining the dark side again? The dark side. Uh, you know what? I like to I like to join the dark side. Now, the, the trick is just to not to not go there permanently. So w what I do a lot of times now is I just um, I can dip into it. I can dip into the old experiences, a lot of the dark, the darkness from my past and, um, you know, listening to some music. I just, I get into that space for about, you know, four or five hours and create a piece. And then when I'm done, I can actually kind of, you know, come out of it and not let it take over my life like it used to. So that's something that's, um, that's been really invaluable for me as an artist because you kind of need those intense emotions. A lot of people say, you know, it's that old question of, can you create great art if you're not, you know, experiencing pain and, mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 you know, frustration and strife. Like I do think you need to experience some of those emotions as an artist to, to create deep work. Um, but for me, it's just like, I don't want to live that all the time. I've been there. It's, it's horrible. So now when I can dip back into it for, uh, for my studio time, it's great. And then I can kind of just pause it afterwards and go see my wife and, and be a happy person, you know? That's great. I mean, you talk a lot about your podcast, uh, The Living Artist, about, uh, I guess, the the common perception of artists uh, as like the starving artist or the tortured artist. Um, why yeah. does everyone put artists like yourself in this type of box where, 
uh, they think that you should be like this or need to be like that or need to cut off your ear or right. stab someone in the eye, which I'm sure has happened in, in history uh, in order to be a great artist. What, why is that perpetuate throughout time? Well, you know, I think, I think a lot of great art has come from people not knowing how to, what to do with their emotions. Like, I don't know how to deal with this in my life, so I'm going to just exercise this onto a canvas or into music or, you know, into poetry. Um, I think it's, it's art is it's, when it's at its best is when it's kind of like a working through period. Like um, I still use that. So I think that that's valid, but I think it's also been perpetuated. And I think the media and people have just gotten, in, you know, infatuated with the idea of the tortured starving artist and, we love to see that. Like we love to look at biopics. Like one of my favorite movies is Pollock, for example, um, Pollock and uh, Basquiat. And both of those don't end well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't so, end well spo for the- Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Well. Yeah. If you didn't already know. Yeah. Uh, they didn't end well for the artist and they didn't end well for anybody around them. So, and I, I used to remember thinking like, oh, that's kind of sexy, you know, like that whole lifestyle, like the hard drinking, hard living. And I did it for a while and it's not fun. It's not as fun as it is when you're watching somebody else do it in the movies. And um, so I think, I think it's good. I think, you know, there is some mental illness sometimes with artists, um, mm. everybody really, I mean, that's, that's out there, but um, I think we need to kind of get ourselves right and, and use art for what it is, which is a great way to express ourselves and kind of get out and work through some of those emotions. And now brought to you by Undisclosed sponsor. We're on live with Preston Smith. We, as in my co-host who's asking questions <laughs> in the comments, uh, which doesn't seem to be his fault this time, uh, the internet issues, but uh, we have other questions flying in from around the world. It could be from him. It doesn't tell me the question ahead of time. It could ask you boxers or briefs. If you don't want to answer, don't answer. Uh, boxers. Oh, yeah. I wear boxer briefs, fun fact. Oh, there you go, the hybrid. Yeah. Uh, and on Fridays during the show, uh, we called it Fancy Fridays, and I only wore underwear and a suit jacket on top. Uh, also another fun fact. <laughs> I love uh, it. We have a question here, Preston. What was your <laughs> your AIM handle, your AOL Instant Messenger handle? <laughs> I never had AOL Instant Messenger. Wow. Although I did just watch You've Got Mail again with my wife. Ooh. So fun little fact there. Um, I remember ICQ. Are you? Oh, what was that? Oh, that was a fun fact sound that Ryan put. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like, we're like, am I being attacked? We're, we're being, yeah, we're being invaded. Right. Uh, like, my, like my grandmother says, she's like, oh, well, like, at least the Japanese aren't still bombing us. And I'm like, oh, man, grandma, <laughs> no, like, man. Man, you got you to gotta move past that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a while ago. Um, do you remember ICQ? I do, yeah. You're, you're old enough to remember ICQ? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> internet, yeah. internet chat, relay, but what was the Q for? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Anon? Q Anon? This was the, see, this is where the roots happened. Back in the day, ICQ. Yeah. ICQ. Yeah, so um, I, I don't have an AOL, incident, but I do remember ICQ. That was like, we lived by ICQ back in the day. Yeah, what you could also download music off ICQ, right? Traffic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, everything. This was back when like LimeWire and mm -hmm. all those, you know, uh, Napster were all starting out. I just remember being in college. We were like, we were either legally downloading music or ICQing or doing both at the same time. I just yeah. remember, you know, it, 
you're probably there too with me. It's fun being in that kind of transitional generation where you knew what it was like before it. Yeah. So you kind of have that frame of reference. And then you have the, the frame of reference of like transitioning into uh, all the madness. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up. Uh, my brother recently was talking about how we bought a CD burner uh, to burn CDRs to sell them to yes. classmates. Uh, we had a joint conglomerate uh, because it was five hundred dollars for a a CD burner, uh, internal CD burner. So, oh my god, uh, we basically saved up our entire lives to that point. Bought yeah. it, sold, uh, burned CDs for five dollars a piece. Uh, shout to the recording uh, artist. I don't know if Metallica is going to sue me what or what now. <laughs> Probably um, they the need their, they need their hundred dollars. <laughs> right, they, they need all of it. It's a zillion dollars per song. Uh, yeah. But the best part about it is I was really, really lazy selling CDs and my brother was not, but we split it 50-50. So he sold probably, you, see? you know, 100 plus CDs and I sold like 20 and we made our money back, but he was the one that was doing all the legwork. See, there you go. That's a valuable life lesson right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like kids won't know that. Like to burn a CD at that time, it took basically uh, a you kids per song yeah so like a 60 minute album would take uh 60 minutes to to burn the cd and now kids get it in like 0.6 seconds oh now it's it. like if you don't get it like instantaneously like you're not worth my time yeah at all yeah. um but you know who is worth your time a lizard queen who just said before uh <laughs> i seek you oh wow double meaning maybe I we might have to talk about that later. I think, uh, I think so. Holly, Holly Kenny Art, uh, or Kenny Holly Art, uh, said LimeWire uh, with a lot of emojis and a laughing cat. <laughs> that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and the best part, like, scratch fever. Are, are there any songs, and it's still on this topic, because obviously it's important, uh, are there any songs that you will still, like, hear a skip or like a like a blip or something wrong with the song that you had downloaded back in those days oh my god i've got so many of those are you kidding me so many david bowie songs and i got i got like um uh morrissey uh the smiths mm -hmm. so many of those still skip i'm like eh, i'm not gonna go buy the song now come on right yeah, <laughs> what yeah. About you? i'm the same way like i'll, I'll i'm trying to think It'll, it'll it's like part music, of the song be, now. There'll like, be songs that I'll hear on the radio that are now like classic rock. And I'm like, that's that's weird that this is classic rock or whatever you want to call it now. But I'll sing like a skip or a blip or like something that like a like a silence part in my head. And I'll be like, wait a minute, this isn't the real song. Like they didn't intend this to be like this. Right, right, exactly. And then that reminds me of uh, a lot of the movies now. Like we watch a lot of movies. And if you go to the classic section of Hulu or anything like that, they'll have movies from... 2010 now <laughs> these are cla classics you know? classic classic you know? yeah that, that uh that justin timberlake movie is a classic yeah i feel like anything like pre-pandemic could be classic now like if it could be like some new era that we don't know the name of yet it'd be like For oh sure. that was a classic that was 2019 yeah that was pre-pandy yeah pre-pandy Times were different back then. <laughs> well, that's true. Times were different back then. Uh, speaking it's of the pandemic, uh, yes, and I'm sure you might have some old uh, Preston Smith albums on uh, CDR you'd also sell on your website, uh, PMS Artwork. But uh, how has the pandemic affected your art? Uh, not only, I guess, in uh, 
being an artist uh, as your your day job now, but also just the type of art that you're putting out there? That's a great question. Um, it's affected all artists. Um, I think from a from a monetization standpoint, it's affected a lot of artists who were just showing art in galleries. Um, when all those brick and mortar galleries shut down, it was like, oh, we're not selling art anymore. So, so a lot of these galleries were scrambling to catch up and be um, virtual now. And a lot of people who already had the infrastructure to kind of sell online, like I do a good website, online art marketplaces, some of those actually saw an uptick in sales. And um, it was very surprising. Like I remember when it first happened, when the pandemic happened, the first month I was like, well, it's gonna, what's gonna happen here? My sales kind of grinded to a halt. And then they started to pick up because people started, see, they were staring at their walls. They were like, we need to get some, you know, we need to get some color in here. So people started buying more art, which was great. Um, so I actually had a little uptick in sales. And, but at the same time, obviously the pandemic affected us all mentally, emotionally. So yeah, it, it, it gave us a lot to work with. Um, in our, I know a lot of artists were saying, I can't create right now. I'm just too depressed. For me, I actually get a lot of inspiration from depression. So I was able to turn that into a lot of work. So I was able to create a lot, which is great. Um, I don't remember the other part of the question. Uh, I think it was, what color is the sky? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, turquoise. Uh, the other part of the question was, uh, I guess, uh, selling your art, showcasing your art, like how has that affected, I guess, your art as, as a business and the way you make money uh, during the pandemic? Yeah, it's it's been, um, for the most part, from like a lot of the people that I relate to, um, what's, what are, where are you represented? Gallery representation. Oh, I'm, I'm represented by Shockbox Gallery in uh, Hermosa Beach. I also do some stuff with BG Gallery, um, but but main, primarily it's Shockbox. But it, it's it's to get back to your question, it has it has actually um, my sales have gone up. Like I sold over a hundred paintings last year, which was just like wow. Um, wow. I, I mean, I normally sell about four to six, sometimes eight a month in in normal times, and I was mm -hmm. selling solid eight to nine to ten, even sometimes some months. Uh, during the pandemic, which was great. I mean, people just were starving for not only to beautify their place, but I think art is what kind of came to the forefront of the pandemic. It's like we needed inspiration. We needed, a, you know, a, a break from all the madness. Uh, I think music also uh, was was flourishing during the pandemic. Movies where I know a lot of people were just, <laughs> if you if you own stock in Netflix or streaming services, you did well. Yeah. People yeah. needed to be distracted. And I think it was the same with fine art. So if you were an artist who had kind of the online infrastructure, you, you could do well. Awesome. Uh, we have questions flying from around the world uh, with Preston Smith at PMS Artwork. Uh, the PMS stands for Preston. Uh, this question for my uh, colleague here, uh, who's not here at all. Can you talk <laughs> about your work with Prison Arts Collective? Oh, yeah. So... Prison Arts Collective is a, <clears throat> a group that works with, sorry, <clears throat> I got a little choked up. There you <laughs> go. There's some. I, I got it. Thank you. All right. Cool. You transferred it. Yeah. Mm. They work with um, people who have been incarcerated and they bring art to them and give them kind of an outlet to express themselves, which is kind of what we were talking about um, with the pandemic. 
<clears throat> so they work with um, incarcerated people and they reached out. They were like, oh, we love the podcast. We have a live broadcast. We do it with KSPC radio in San Diego. And they were like, can we broadcast a couple of your, of your episodes? And I said, yeah, I'm a big proponent of saying yes to these things. I think a lot of people are just like, well, no, this is my content, but get it out there. Like get, I mean, like who are you, who are you trying to keep it from? You know, the more people that listen to your, your stuff, the more your message is getting out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just like, for sure, let's do it. And, um, they were great. They broadcasted it uh, two episodes, once in the morning, once at night. And I think, you know, I was attracted to it because, first of all, I love to get more people listening to, to what I'm putting out there. But um, also, if it can affect people, you know, if you can reach somebody and inspire somebody, they, they picked one of my episodes, which was called Breathe With Me, which is about meditation. <clears throat> and I use meditation a lot with my art to get centered and to, to kind of get into the creative mindset. So, you know, maybe, maybe that was able to uh, reach one or two people, you know? Hopefully. Uh, I think it also reached uh, my co-host here, Chris, uh, who is uh, the wizard of Oz behind the curtain today. Uh, when do you take uh, <laughs> your advice, Preston, from the podcast and say no? No. Um, well, I say no. That's a hard one. Because a lot of times some of my content is like scratching my own itch or trying to, you know, give advice to myself. Um, and the no episode was all about that. It's like, it's hard because, you know, as an artist, you're trying to get yourself out there. You're trying to get your work in front of as many people as possible. You're trying to get in the galleries. You're trying to have shows. You're trying to sell your work here. Nowadays, you can spread yourself so thin, uh, as you guys probably know, just even with the podcast and social media, there's just you can be doing everything like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I have anxiety. So I, if I do too much, I, I know my anxiety is like a red flag. It's like, okay, you're doing too much. So um, I've just had to learn to say no, as I've gotten more busy with uh, online stuff, with galleries, with the podcast, with YouTube, I was having like a little bit of a, a pandy nervous breakdown. So, um, so yeah, just, just figuring out this stuff that's, that you should say no to and, that it's okay to say no. I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. I know a lot of artists are people pleasers and it's, it's very hard for us to turn down opportunities, mm. but sometimes you've got to for your own sanity and for your, for your family too. And uh, the most important question I think that has been asked by uh, the audience today, AKA my co-host, what's better thin mints or wheat thin? Oh man. Well, I would say, well, no, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say thin mints. In general, thin I've got a little general. bit of a, of a gluten intolerance. It makes me sleepwalk. So I'm going to go with thin mints. Uh, would you dare say that thin mints are better after they're frozen? Ooh, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> wow, that was that, wow. That was uh, <laughs> that was that was tough. I mean, I mean, feel free to disagree there, with me. Basically, do that little trapdoor <laughs> thing. And you would go wherever the trapdoor goes. Oh, there it worked. <laughs> uh, we have another question here. Uh, looks like from the same person. Oh, no, new person. Uh, how, oh, yeah. ask, uh, how do you take a quick break here to pay the bills? Uh, Ryan, can you queue up a uh, little ditty here? Do ba ba dee ba boo. ba da. Here is your sponsor of the day. Wonderful. Oh, work. man, that is a great question. You never. You never know 100% um, 
I worked at a restaurant for 16 years. I hated wow. every minute of it, every minute of it. Um, except for actually like the last five minutes when I made my peace with it and I was very relieved. But um, I think you have to, I think you have to test things. I think, I think if you were just to start out with art and just go, Hey, I'm ready to go. Let's just burn the boats. Now um, you've got no boats to burn. Right. I mean, mm. I think you have to, uh, I, I did this. I worked at nights in the restaurant. I kind of started figuring out, first of all, I built a body of work. You got to do that. You got to find your voice as an artist first, develop that. So you've got a, a discernible voice that people see and can recognize. I think that's still important. Um, and then once you have that, you've got to start testing the water, see if you can sell, uh, whether that's in galleries, whether that's online, whether it's a combination of the two, um, whether it's NFTs. <laughs> you know what I mean? NFTs. I, I heard you talking about that. Everybody's I know nothing about. about them. I just know people buy them for a zillion dollars. <laughs> a zillion dollars in Ethereum? I don't even know. Ethereum. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, test the waters. See if you can start making some money. Like for me, I had some debt. Right. I, I was like, I'm going to pay off my debt with my art. Okay. I paid off my debt with my art. Now, can I start saving up money with my art? Can I start building a little bit um, of, a, of a cushion? So I did that. And then I was kind of, I got to a point where I was making about the same money with my art as I was with my day job. And wow. then at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to save up enough money for a year. So if I, I can just really go 100% for a year and if I at least I have this money as a cushion to fall back on and then I was like now it's time to burn the boats and now it's time to jump off the cliff <laughs> I'm mixing I'm mixing metaphors jump off the cliff into the boats uh, and then burn them burn the cliff and jump <laughs> burn off the, the cliff exactly yeah. and then uh, yeah so and then at that point you just have to be ready to put in the work I mean it's a lot of work people think my friends still go oh you're probably in the studio painting right now it's like I mean, I do paint every day, but I also, 60% of my day is online, like uploading, marketing, doing all that stuff. It's not as sexy, but it's, uh, it's something you got to do. Yeah, it's not all the sexy, like, wispy clouds. There's look at the wispy clouds. <laughs> exactly. We're going to paint a happy cloud, happy cloud. <laughs> uh, we have a question from Suzanne Scott, also an artist uh, in New York City, uh, who has been on the show before and is still mad at us for her dog Lulu not being nominated for a Chrissy's Award recently, uh, maybe next time. Uh, she sure. asked you, Preston, will you be exploring NFTs? I, I will be exploring NFTs. Um, I was actually recording a podcast episode about NFTs and I just kind of got frustrated and I stopped. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm learning right now. I did open an account on OpenSea. Um, I do know about non-fungible tokens. I know basically anything can be turned into an NFT. I can be turned into an NFT if you want. Um, but <laughs> anybody out there? One billion Ethereum? Uh, no, yeah. So I, of course, I'm going to be doing it. Uh, I, right now, I'm kind of, I'm waiting to see. I don't want to wait too long because nowadays you have to jump on. We're going to talk about boats again. You got to jump on the boat <laughs> early um, before you burn it. But um but, you know, I, I hear a lot of people making money. I've heard some horror stories about people selling NFTs and then not being able to get their money, not being able to transfer it to whatever Bitcoin and then transfer it to money. Mm -hmm. or, or the site just all of a sudden says, no, we're not honoring this. Um, so I've heard some horror stories. I, I, know, um, I know Ethereum is supposed to be pretty solid. Um, but, yeah, I'm just exploring right now. I've got some friends who sold some. I want to hear how, how their process is as far as, like, cashing out and, and what it translates into and, 
And if it's going to keep going like this, people are spending millions of dollars in NFTs right now. But is that sustainable? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because like it also aligns with like I used to be a big like baseball and basketball uh, card collector when I was a kid. Like I loved it. I would go to shows. I, I For sure. Want it. And I, I still have them unless my mother sold them, which is also a distinct possibility. <laughs> uh, probably sold them to the trash. But uh, like they have come back and the value on those have been exploding. And oh, yeah. With NFTs is interesting because you have like uh, the first tweet ever, right? Uh, that's being sold. You have pieces of art and, and things that are like one-offs, but then you also have uh, like New York Times. I, I listened to a podcast recently where a writer for the New York Times wrote an article about NFTs and then made an NFT for that article. Yep. And everyone was ragging on him, saying it was not going to sell, or they're you know the side bets on like this is this is trash, and then sold for I think a couple hundred thousand dollars. Ryan, could you fact check that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was some crazy amount of money. And the guy's like, and it all went to charity. Uh, but it was like, I, I don't know how this works, but it worked. It's insane. I think, I think right now there's a lot of people who have, they just have their money in whatever it is, Bitcoin or I don't, is it Ethereum? What is the actual value called? Is it Ether or what is it? Yeah, Ether? Ethereum. Yeah, E-T-H, uh, Ether or Ethereum E-T-H. is like the law. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what they actually call the, the money, but um, I think there's a lot of people right now with a lot of, of it and they just don't know what to do with it so i don't think i think that's gonna catch up at some point i think pretty soon people are not just going to be throwing their um, cryptocurrency at everything um but right now i mean hey jump on the bandwagon right now if you can if you got the time sell i was gonna actually put up that heisenberg painting i was telling you about as a, a digital version of that because hey that's a that's a popular show so i'm all about it like just try everything Throw, yeah. throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. If anyone wants to throw Ethereum or Bitcoins at Preston Smith at PMS <laughs> Artwork uh, or myself or my co-host Chris, uh, we would love to catch it and hold on to it and hopefully it increases value and, yes. and we're internet rich. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Preston, we have some, uh, frankly, offensive comments and a nice comment. Uh, oh, Holly, love it. Thank you. Uh, Maze Nature Adventures, two cool, smart guys. Ah. Very nice. Thank you for that. I'm not sure who exactly she's talking about, but at least hopefully it's you, Preston. Uh, Lulu NYC, uh, apparently an ankle biter and dog, says second rate show. The other Chris is better. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Oh, oh, her mother just said she's in the doghouse. Apologies, Chris. Wow, wow. Okay. Wow, wow. Um, and shots fired. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have a final question here from my co-host, uh, who I'm sure is wearing his hat still, that he wrote PMS on and was really proud of <laughs> and wanted to show you. Uh, I but... feel so bad. I love that hat. <laughs> uh, we, we might have to do a round two uh, yes. podcast-only version uh, on the old Zoom, but he asks you, when are we getting a PMS coin? Ah, that is a great question. That's coming soon. As, as soon as I can figure out the blockchain, uh, you know, I get some people, get some assisted on that, I will get a PMS coin for sure with my face on it and the bow tie. You got to have the bow tie for that. Because what sells what sells a cryptocurrency better than a bow tie? I mean, you're, you're a trailblazer. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you, if you don't get on the boat or off the boat or in the boat or beside the boat, then you might miss the boat. Uh, or burn the boat. But we'll all float on. We will all float on. We'll That's float okay. 
Are you yeah. a Modest Mouse fan? I had I have to ask. Uh, yeah, I, I I honestly haven't listened to any of their newer stuff, but I, I like Modest Mouse back in. Uh, I mean, you could probably tell me that song came out in like two thousand one, and I'll feel like it came out like five years ago. But yeah, exactly. I was at one of their first live shows in Washington. I went to school in Washington, mm -hmm. and we drove over to one of the other colleges, and it was like I think it was Western Washington, and they blew two amps during the show and had to cancel the show. But it was a great show. Their, their old stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love their old stuff. Uh, oh, a lizard queen uh, who also might be uh, your roommate and wife said, uh, you have a PMS coin you're painting, remember? Oh, that's true. I did, I did. Yeah, there was a show where we did some circular stuff. I, I painted a painting of my face on a coin and it says, I think it says I owe you something. I can't remember what it is, but I'll have to pull that out. Pull it up. That, maybe that'll we be can, your NFT. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I just got to put a bow tie in there and then we're ready to go. Done. 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 Yeah. See, uh, if Ryan was a little better at his job, my co-host Chris would be on. <laughs> I would have had the bow tie on the entire time. Um, but, Damn it. you know, things happen. Things uh, happen. Well, Preston, I'd love to make an NFT of this show uh, and sell it for at least uh, the cost of a hot dog on the streets of New York. <laughs> um, it might fetch a little more. You're way more popular than the Chris's, but uh, we appreciate yeah. you. Uh, for coming on with us today uh, at PMS Artwork on Instagram and all over the World Wide Web uh, and your podcast and Clubhouse. We didn't even get a chance to talk about. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about Clubhouse. You're, you're doing a little bit of everything. I know of Clubhouse. I'm on it. I don't do anything on it. And I recently followed you. Hey, we're doing a room tomorrow. I'm, I'm in a group with Alejandro Castagnon, a couple um, uh, Bliss and Alex. And we, it's called The Sustainable Artist, and we give tips to artists trying to figure stuff out. So tomorrow at 11.30 Pacific Standard Time, if you're available, check it out. Cool. Looking yeah. forward to it. And the podcast uh, is li The Living Artist. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, podcast Living Artist at PMS Artwork on the gram. Uh, we appreciate you, Preston. Thanks for dealing with all the technical issues with us today. Uh, I wish I could spin the bow tie. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, I'll get Ryan to straighten this out too. It's cool. Yeah, CGI it if you can. Don't just go like this. <laughs> thanks hey, again, thanks for having me on. It was great. Appreciate it. Uh, also, I don't think it lets me kick you off anymore either. Uh, as so I, I can just kind of like creepily sit here and but yeah, we'll just like we'll just sit here in silence <laughs> until. Uh... Here, let me let me let me leave, and maybe he can get back on. I'll miss and you. by the way, Chris, thanks for being a good sport. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, that was Preston Smith at PMS Artwork on the Instagram. Uh, the Living Artist podcast available where all fine podcasts are sold. Uh, please check him out. Uh, great guy and uh, dealt with our technical issues, which we appreciate as well. Uh, I mean, he's so popular now, especially with his artwork. He could have just blown us off, uh, but he stuck around and decided to stay on the boat. Oh, wow, you're still there. Hey, haven't left. Still wow. rocking the hat. Oh, uh, were you asking those questions or was Ryan doing that for you? Actually, Freddie was, he just left. Um, Freddie the dog, yeah. Uh, um, uh, where, where all this, this fire from Lulu was coming from, I, he said he agrees that Chris number two is better. You know what, uh, I don't label people or numbers, so I don't even know who Chris one or two is. Uh, but uh, Lulu is a little upset about not being nominated for Best Pet, considering Lulu has actually never been on the show before. Uh, oof, ouch, burn. Uh, 
There's there's Freddy. There he is. Oh, hey, Freddy. The Chris's. Unsullied by sponsorships. <laughs> Since 2020. He was the one typing all the questions away. I kind of left, so I hope he, he said some good things. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. Uh, Freddie sometimes is a little vulgar, uh, but usually he's right on the money. Yeah, well, vulgar things too. Um, I just caught the very end of it when uh, uh, Preston was talking about Clubhouse and doing a room. That just is that the proper way to what? It, it just sounds sounds like PG thirteen ish. Doing a room. It's kind of like doing the do, uh, but in a room. So you do the do do in the room. So is it a bathroom show? Is this a, a bath podcast? Is this a bath bomb? And you can you can ask the man sitting right behind you. What do you think? Yeah. This is all he cares about. A bone. You, give a dog a bone. Uh, shout to DMX again. Uh, Ryan and Lulu. Hmm. Uh, more like Freddie and Lulu. Ooh, yes, Freddie and Lulu. Wow. Hold on. Let's see. We eight, have eight, a man, a Chris, a man who always has his hands dirty, Williams Pottery, said hat swag on another level. Oh, thanks, Will. Yum. Oh, diaper kisses. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the best of friends. I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. It's going to be sad to, to be missing my best friend. I realized that this is the longest I've stayed in a place uh for a whole year i've been here a month i've slept really? every month it's the longest i've slept in a place for for a whole year huh. i've been sleeping on a twin size bed uh for three weeks now um and uh it's uh it's a little tight yeah tight quarters um i just fixed the 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 the, the wood slats on my the bed they kept on falling off, and today I finally just drilled them in. Like the day I'm leaving, like my bed felt kept falling apart. And the day I'm leaving, I just I was like, I'll fix this before I leave. <laughs> could it, could, like, I could have like actually done it early on and not been sliding off my bed. Probably got to get some better sleep. Next, for the next month vacation in Arizona, you should do that. Yeah, uh, probably next month. Uh, also, shout to a cat mom in Wisconsin. Uh, who, it's funny, it looked like she had asked every single one of those questions when I put it up, so I had no idea who actually asked the question. It just, it just showed her face, and then I just, with no text, there's no text on Instagram questions today, so I was just, it could have been anything. It could have been her asking what I wanted to, if I wanted ice cream or a lactate. I, I have no idea. Mm, I would go with both. Um, we do have, William says he's been on a twin air for three months now. Wow. I'm a, a huge, first off, I don't draw the line in the sand for many things. I draw the line in the sand for air mattresses. I think really? whoever invented the air mattress also invented the speed bump and ketchup packets because there's never enough ketchup in one ketchup packet for your ketchup needs. But So you're saying there's not enough bump in the speed bump? No, the speed bumps are just the devil. The devil invented that. Uh, the devil also invented air mattresses because you think they feel better than non-air mattresses, but I would I would rather sleep on soft ground than an air mattress because you're always waking up on the ground anyway. That's true. I, I feel like I'd rather sleep on, on hard floor. Yeah, you're right. You end up sleeping. You end up being like in a burrito of, of plastic around you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our sponsor next week, uh, air mattresses, uh, you'll end up on the ground anyway. 
Yeah, you'll end up there anyways. Um, shout out to our sponsors today. Um, thanks, Trader Joe's, um, Coconut Body Butter and Coconut Water, um, nourishing and hydrating all the artists from within. And without? I don't know. Coconut Chicken, shout out to Amber. Uh, this episode will be in two parts as Instagram hates us and didn't allow three of us, uh, which I think is still possible. Maybe it's not since last Wednesday we did the show. Uh, we are on every day that ends in Wednesday, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Standard Time. Check us out across the internet at QWT. Chris's. QWT. Chris's. QWT. Chris's. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. This show will be on the Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, MySpace, maybe. Who knows? Catch you next week. Boop, 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 boop. Colors. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Quarantining with the Chris's. Please support our GoFundMe benefiting Okaizu Children's Cancer Camp. Search No Hair for Care on GoFundMe.com for more information. Connect with the Chris's on our website, QWTChris's.com, and on Instagram, YouTube, the Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, and even Twitter at QWT. Chris's. Catch us live across all social media every day that ends in Y, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Ryan, end the show.